Good to see you. Good to be with you. My name's Lance. So happy to be uh, together on this Christmas Eve. And uh, whether, whether uh, you're visiting us or uh, you're always with us, Merry Christmas to all of you. This morning we have to, we want to, we need to talk about the reason for the season. I think we all know what I'm talking about, the reason for the season, right? You know what the reason for the season is, right? Presents, right? Presents is the reason for the season, I think, I hope. I get one witness back there. Thank you, Ben. So we're going to look at uh, presents this morning and just to share a brief meditation from Isaiah 9. Let's hear these words together. Isaiah 9, verse 2. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. We should just pause there. Do we have the kids' packs? That'll help. Let's just press pause there. And Winston, if you or anyone else would like to get a, a kids' pack there. How about for those who aren't really into sermons? Can any of the adults get some of these? If there's extras, we'll try and get you one. Please discreetly put up your hand. That's great. Okay, well, let's continue here in Isaiah 9. You still with me? Okay, good. Let's carry on. Every warrior's boot, this is verse 5, every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne over his kingdom, established and upholding it with justice and righteousness from the time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, whether you're around uh, church much or not, this is one of the classic Christmas texts. And in fact, Isaiah gives us one of, I think, the most complete interpretations about what Christmas is all about. And if we were to summarize what he's on about, we could say this in simple terms. Here it is. To everyone on the planet, a gift, a gift unimaginable, has been given. Not everyone knows that they've been given this gift. And even those who may have been given this gift may not have opened it yet. But the gift has 
been given. And that is the reason for the season. Now, I'm very curious, if we're just to do a brief Christmas Eve survey, I want to know, I think all of us, frankly, do. We all want to know what is the best present you've received. It might have already happened if for some reason you opened presents on the 23rd. Uh, But what is the best present you have ever received? Kids or adults, let us know. Coffee grinder? What kind of coffee grinder are we talking here? A good one. Very good. Thank you for that wonderful detail. Okay. Tickets home to, see, to Australia to see family. That is a good present. Anyone else got a good present? Yeah. Wow. Okay, laser drones. It's wonderful. This section here is really on fire, so let's let's branch out from this section. Yes, Jeremy. Hand knitted socks. We've got the gamut to high tech to to socks. Wonderful. Anyone else? Leo. A tool set. Oh, so good. Yeah. Tickets to go see? Johnny Reed in concert. Come on. We're getting warmed up here now. Oh, I want to tell you about one of mine, and I've told you, I think, if you've been around here before, but I don't expect you to remember any of these stories, so I'm telling you again. When I was 10, I, I, I can't remember wanting a present so bad. My friend Josh got one. And, we, and I was growing up in Alberta, and so there's lots of snow, and we'd go to Jubilee Park, and we'd slide down the hill. And at that time, there were some sleds. There's crazy carpets. I think I owned a piece of cardboard. Um, and, but that year, there was something new on the scene. Here's a picture of it. You know what I'm talking about. This is a GT Snow Racer. The GT Snow Racer had three three um, skis. A what? Tri-blade. The tri-blade. It had the tri-blade. And it had brakes. And had a steering wheel. Think about the upgrade from empty cardboard box to this. I was so excited. I, I let my parents know not just hints, but straight up please. Written form, verbal form, it was obvious. And in our house, the tradition was, on Christmas Eve, my sister and I, we'd have a nap. And it was while we were napping, my parents were rapping. Unintended rhyme. Rapping the presents, and we would come down to the Christmas tree, and under the tree there were the presents. And so we'd wake up from the nap, and I remember tearing down, thinking, this is going to be so hilarious. I'm going to have the biggest Christmas present there. It's not even going to fit under the tree. It's going to be so tall. There's no big boxes under the tree. And my heart sank. My sister Jane, she dove under the tree and she was looking and trying to figure out who got what. And she said, hey, hey, I found your present from mom and dad. And she held up a rectangle about this big. 
it's not a GT snow racer. So I had to carry on pretending that there was Christmas cheer to be had as we went to church, as we ate the food, and pretend to look with love in the face of my relatives around the table. I was absolutely devastated. So it came time to open up the present, and I really didn't want to open up the present, really just not interested in a present that size. There's no way tri-blades fit into that kind of rectangle. Ended up opening the present to find a Maxwell cassette tape. And I thought, this is the worst present. My parents made me a mixtape. I couldn't think of anything I would want less. My parents carefully selected musical choices, recorded poorly for me. And uh, so I said, you know, thanks. And dad said, no, there's more to it. And I looked at it. Yeah, I think I, I, think I got it. He says, no, there's more to it. I said, what? He said, Lance, play the tape. So I took the tape out of the the holder and I I put it in a little tape recorder and I played it and it was my dad's voice. I thought, this is even worse. (laughs) He's putting some of his original works in in his big, deep, baritone voice. And he said, you know, Merry Christmas, Lance. Your your, uh, mother and I love you very much. And uh, your present is down in the cellar. Mm. So I tear down the stairs, down, down into the basement. I don't even know if I turned on the lights down in that scary basement. Just ran to the cellar, and there was the giant box. And they could hear me screaming upstairs. (laughs) I couldn't get it up there. I needed help. But there they were, all three of those blades in their glory. Now, here's the thing. I thought I knew what the gift was even before I unwrapped it. And then when I did unwrap it, I pretty much figured I've got this thing circled. Pretty much know more or less what the gift is and not all that interested. And it took some prompting. Play the thing. Listen to the thing. For to us, Isaiah says, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. That's a weird way of putting it, isn't it? For to us. A child is born. A son is given. Now, in this church, if you've missed a week or you don't go to your neighborhood group for a week or a Sunday, you come back the following week. Have you, have you noticed this? There's more humans here. There's more babies. There's always more babies being born. So if, if you show up one week and you see some people and you say, oh, suddenly you also have a kid. Wow. And so let's say... Um, so Paul and Ashley here, they've got their youngest, Harvey. Let's say you, you were to go to Paul and Ashley, and you finally, let's just have a look at them, though. Look at them. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, my word. So, so we, you, go up to, you go up to them, and you say, Ashley, Paul, congratulations. And Paul does what he's doing now, and he says, to you, a child is born. Ah, oh, okay, well, I just wanted to say congratulations. And, and, and then he goes, yeah, a son to you is given. Like, this is weird. 
I just meant to congratulate you. Uh, I wasn't looking for the kid to be given unto me. Um, which we kind of have to hear it with that kind of startling nature. Unto you, you, a child is born. Unto me, a son is given. This is odd. Unto you. Unto you. The gift is a person. Now, kids, are you, are you, still, are you still here, kids? Yes. You hear me? How many of you kids or adults have you ever had this wish that on Christmas morning you'd go down to the tree, you'd find a box, and it's wrapped up, and you shake the box, and you wonder, what's in here? Right? Maybe it's some sort of toys, Lego. Maybe, maybe your family doesn't do toys. Maybe it's vegetables or box of beets. I don't know. I'm making this up. You, you grew up on Shroot Farm. Um, <laughs> it's a box of beets, let's say. It doesn't matter. You, you think, oh, I know what's in here. You lift off the lid, and out pops a puppy. Who here has ever wanted that? Who, who has that been their dream? Who here's family has not allowed that dream to happen yet? I hear you. Anyone who wants to meet for prayer following the gathering will have a small time of prayer for those of us who have been denied our dream. Um, now imagine a puppy coming out of the box. This is even more weird. Imagine a person coming out of the box. This is God's gift, not a rule book, not a philosophical system, not a theory for everything, not more religiosity, but a person. To us, a child is born. To us, a son of, is given. This is the Christmas gift. 600 years before Jesus is born, Isaiah hears just some of the names he will be given. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And in Isaiah's days, these are not names you give to a person, a human being. You don't give more than one name either. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. These names imply divine status. Wonderful counselor, someone to turn to for wisdom, who embodies insight and discernment and truth. Someone who tells the truth in a post-truth era. Someone who does not deal in alternative facts who knows the truth, who is truth. Mighty God, this child in Mary's arms, mighty God, this, this son that Joseph rocks, mighty God, this little mighty God is going to invert and subvert all of our notions about what God is like, that God comes with obscurity and fragility and vulnerability. Everlasting father literally means father of eternity, a, fa a benevolent father who, who does not cease to be full of love. And then prince of peace, we've got, we've got peacemakers and peacekeepers, but we don't have a prince of peace who ushers in and administrates God's peace. So Isaiah, tell us again, tell us the names. Wonderful counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that is the gift of Christmas.
That's the gift. I like how Apostle Paul says, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Indescribable gift. Another way of saying it, thanks be to God for the gift yet to be fully opened. For, For those who are getting to know Jesus, we realize there's always more to open. With Jesus, there's always wrapping paper strewn about. Because there's more to learn and there's more to discover. Thanks be to God for his gift yet to be fully opened unto you, this son, this child is given. Now, kids, I don't know if you're still with me, if you can hear me, but earlier this morning, earlier this morning, you all know Julia? Do you know Julia? She gave me a gift. She said this gift was for for all of us. Keenan, come here, help me out here. Come over here. Do you, pick that up. What do you, what do you think's in there? Well, it's kind of heavy, right? What do you think's in there? Any guesses? A puppy? <laughs> this is going to get disappointing quick. Thank you for that, Nathan. What's in here? Mail? Yeah. What do you think? Like, it's, it's so old. It's so old. Like, I don't even know where she got this. What do you think? Heavy. Super heavy. Anyone want to smell it? Let's maybe see. Have a sniff. What is it? Does it smell like anything? Dog. It smells like dog? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to have a smell? Oh, I know. It's kind of weird looking. Do you want to have a sniff? What do you think? It smells like prim? Don't know, Samuel. Cake. cake, dog, and cake. Oh man! Anyone else have an idea what could be in this gift that Julia got for us? Dim sum could be. It's getting a little squishy. Well, isn't it great to be given a gift? Oh, just thank you, Julia. Thank you. For this great gift. Who wants me to open it up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that what gifts are for? Oh, you could just say, I love a closed suitcase. Hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll see if this gets opened. Not sure. Isaiah's gift says, this gift comes with more gifts. So it's like a gift you open up. And then you realize inside there's more gifts and more gifts. Really very, very quickly, here are the gifts Isaiah sees. The first gift is light, Isaiah 9-2. The people who walk in darkness saw a great light. Light in darkness. Not shining outside of darkness, but within darkness. Within my darkness. He is born into the darkness of loss and grief and loneliness and death. And he enters that deep darkness. And in that place, that is where this gift, this Jesus shines. In the dark, slowly filling the corners of our life with light. Open the gift. The second gift is joy. Isaiah 9.3, you have multiplied the nation. You've increased their gladness. 
He enters our sorrows, our disappointments, our despair, our rejections and regrets. And in that place, his mission is to increase joy. Open the gift. The third gift is one of freedom. Isaiah is looking at the, the, the political oppressors of his day. Very likely the Assyrians and the Babylonians. But as Jesus makes clear behind all the varying faces of the oppressor, there are principalities and powers at work. The powers of sin and evil, human evil, satanic evil, death. And Jesus walks into the places of those forces and he has disarmed them through his cross. He said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me to announce release for the captives. So nothing that has hold on us is too strong for this mighty God in open the gift. The fourth gift is one of peace. The Prince of Peace is born in the midst of hostility and strife and hatred and polarities of every kind and he walks into that place with peace. And the last one, and, and perhaps at least for me this Christmas, this is the one I'm most excited to open. And we could say it's the gift of rest. Isaiah 9, 6. And the government shall be on his shoulders. No longer on your shoulders, now on his. And the relief from carrying the burden of the world on your shoulders. That's what the gift is. And the government will be on his shoulders. The government of what? Well, the whole world, the entire chaos, the entire cosmos, which feels like chaos. He takes it all on his shoulders and he bends down, 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 so low as a baby to put it on his shoulders under the weight of my sin, under the weight of our evil, under the weight of death, under the weight of our fear and our longing, he bends down, 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 puts it on his shoulders. Do you hear what Isaiah is telling us this Christmas? There is a gift of relief because the government, the destiny of the world does not rest on Donald Trump's shoulders or Justin Trudeau's shoulders or Putin's shoulders Just as it did not rest on Caesar Augustus or Herod the Great on that first Christmas. And the destiny of this church does not rest on the shoulders of any staff or pastor. And the destiny of your children or your grandchildren does not rest on your shoulders. The destiny of your very life does not rest on your shoulders because there is one who came down, down, down and bears the burden. The government is on his shoulders. This Christmas, none of us need to carry the weight alone. Open the gift. So however you find yourself this morning, however you're coming into these next couple days, however Advent has looked like for you, where you are longing for peace, the good news is it has been given. Where you're longing for hope, the good news is it has been given. And the invitation this morning is open the gift. Open it up. So may you, this Christmas season, find room, find fresh audacity 
to dare to hope that there's something better than a cassette tape. And may you open the gift for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. Amen.